Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time to get back to the Daily Edition with Matt Gurney. And I click and I like measure up. Well, good morning. Thanks for being here with me. Uh, Marco Flalo here with me, host of your Tech Report Weekends on Canada Talks. So, Mark, we're immediately throwing out the script here. Um, we Ooh, had a plan it. of stuff uh, to talk about, but something has popped up on your end just in the last couple of hours that you want to get on the air here. So I'm going in blind here. I don't actually know much about what you want to talk about. You're going to have to walk me through this. What's I'm, going I'm on? Gonna, I'm going to tell you this. This is an interesting story, and it really comes down to, to ransomware which is a, a trend that's been been on the rise for a, quite the past couple of years. And it's um, it's people's attempts to really just kind of get your information and your personal information. And I want to tell you the story because it, it hit me personally to the point that I spent four and a half hours yesterday changing passwords across uh, basically everything in my life. And what happened was is I got this email and the email said, your computer was infected with my malware. Your password for this mail is, and it gave me a password, and it says, I'm a computer programmer, and I hacked your computer three months ago, and I've been saving information all the time. And it goes into a story about how we caught you watching this, we've been using your webcam, and if you don't send me $500 to this Bitcoin address, we're going to send this to everybody. And I looked at this, and this exact email, almost word for word, happened to my wife about a year ago. And we were on vacation, and I saw the email. And I looked at it, and the password was definitely a password she has used in the past, but something that I knew she wasn't using anymore. So when I looked into it, I immediately turned on two-factor authentication on her email, and I realized that what had happened is, is that there are, are hacks all the time of different companies. Facebook's been hacked. Lots of different companies have been hacked. And, and what they do is these lists of people's email addresses and passwords and whatever information they have get put on the, the dark web, and eventually someone gets it. And, and you know, you fast forward to a point like yesterday where – some guy decides, okay, let me send out to everybody on this list. It could be millions of people. And if, you know, 1% of the people reply and actually send me $500, then they've won. You know, that's that's the first part of it. But what I realized afterwards was, number one, the email that I got and the password that it showed me is a password that, in my mind, was one of the harder ones that I've used in the past and one that I continue to use today. So that kind of freaked me out a little bit. And that, you know, this right away, you know, the flag goes up, don't you reuse passwords. I mean, we all do it, unfortunately, because our memories just aren't aren't capable of remembering 500 passwords. Um, but, you know, being in my field, I should know better. So lesson learned here. Um, but what, what I immediately saw afterwards were a string of emails, one from EA, the gaming company, one from Facebook, and a bunch of other services saying that someone's trying to reset my password. So clearly in timed with this email, there was actually someone out there who was trying to get into my accounts. And had I not taken action and actually taken this seriously, um, who knows what would have been compromised? Because when I went through the list of things that used that password, um, there were literally 423 different sites that I'd used that password on in some way, shape, or form. 
um, or variations of it. So I had to literally go through every single one and I use a password manager now. Um, the one I'm using is LastPass and I generated 12 character hard passwords for all of these um, because it's dangerous. I mean, this is like they were clearly trying and I got notifications saying someone from the Russian Federation is trying to log into your account. Thankfully, those services noticed that it was you know different from my normal patterns and it notified me or people who were trying to reset it were trying, you know, sending that email notification to reset your password. Um, but very, extremely dangerous. And it just kind of reminds me, and that's why I wanted to drive the message home is that don't, you know, people take passwords you know for granted sometimes and it's it's the smallest thing that you don't even realize and you might not even have known about um that can trigger something that could be catastrophic if you don't pay attention to it i don't know if i've ever told you this so i will tell you my story this was a couple of years ago it was to, well, it was in the pandemic because that actually ended up being relevant. Um, but it was at a low ebb. It was when social gatherings were permitted. It was the summer of 2020. And I had uh, two of my best friends were in my backyard. We had a fire going. We had a couple of beers going. And it was the first time I'd seen these guys in the flesh in a while. And you know, we're sitting around. We're talking. We got music on. And then my phone uh, buzzes. And I kind of just glance at it. And it was a message from Rogers, my my then uh, telecom provider. And I look at the it's a text message and it goes, we have received your uh, number porting request. Uh, please call us if this is not you. And I'm like, what the hell is a number porting request? So I called the number, but this was like 1130 at night and there was no one answering. And I got put on hold and it took them about half an hour to get to me. And then on my phone, while I was waiting to talk to a Rogers representative, what happened was that I began getting a ton of email notifications that my password had been successfully reset. And as a journalist, I know I am a possible target of uh, harassment or extortion. And I have been trained to uh, protect my primary accounts. My email addresses, my social media accounts have very high uh, protection. They have completely randomly generated passwords, uh, two-factor verification, emergency reset codes, things like that. Yeah. But a lot of my other accounts that I just kind of use casually were vulnerable. And what happened, as I found out later, was that someone spoofed a request to move my number, my cell phone number, over to a different SIM card from a different provider. So someone basically, because as I discovered, Rogers does not verify these requests. If you say to Rogers, hey, your customer is moving their number over to a new service, be it Bell or, or TELUS or whatever, Rogers goes, okay, and it's an automatic process. It is not a human intervention. So if you file a request, you lose control of your cell phone number. Someone had been able to link um, through a data breach, and I found out later it was through PayPal. Someone had been able to link my name, my phone number, and my email address. And then they began hammering any website they could think of to check for that email address. And when they didn't know my password, they were requesting a password reset using my cell phone number to send a verification code. They got control of about 20 or 30 of my uh, oh, wow. of my accounts. 
and none of them were particularly serious. Like, I didn't really care that they got control of my Pizza Pizza account, which I then just deleted. But what they were able to do, and I was lucky, once they had control of my PayPal, they spent thousands of bucks on electronic equipment that I was on the hook for. And they also, which I thought was funny, uh, they ordered themselves uh, McDonald's. And they had it dropped off at a park in Montreal. So not a specific address, sort of at like the corner where there's a bunch of condos. So someone came down, got the food and left. So PayPal was great. They refunded the money immediately. Uber had to do a whole investigation. But once they had one of my email addresses, one of my old passwords and control of my cell phone number, I was defenseless. And it in Rogers, in, in their infinite wisdom, they were able... <laughs> So they basically told me, yeah, unfortunately, giving away your phone number is an automatic process, but bringing it back requires human intervention. Oh, of course. (laughs) So at 1130 at night, I lost my cell phone number and I didn't get it back until about 930 the next morning because that's when the call center opened. So all that happened, all that hacking happened in, in that period of time? It's all day. Yeah, it it, it took about 11 hours. And the really annoying thing, I fixed everything really, really quickly. Yeah. But they probably signed me up for about 500 newsletters. Oh, God. You see, that's what amazed me was the speed in which from the moment that I got that email to see how many different sites they were trying to get into with my email address and password combination. It was scary. And then I I even realized that there was I had an old account. But an old TD, um, a TD account that was using that password, like, and and listen, I'm punching myself in the head here. Like, you don't do that; it's just not practice these days. And 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 that shows you your story is is a great indication of how even multi-factor authentication um, can be can be spoofed, you know, by being able to port that. And the thing with carriers, especially Rogers, and I still use them, even even though uh, you know I've had incidents as well. Um, as long as you have a name, an address, and a postal code, you can get access to an account. Maybe they've changed that since. I know that you can add passwords to your account so that you can you know, verify it when you go, but you have to ask them to add that password. But when my friend who works at Rogers needs to go and change my account, he needs my phone number and my postal code. No other information. What I did, and I spoke at length, it's funny, when you're, a, when you're a blue check journalist with a national column, you tend to get very good customer service once they realize who you are. Yeah. And Rogers um, gave me fairly high level support fixing this. And I did write a column about this. And what they had told me was that what I should have done, and I didn't even know this was possible, is I could add to my account something called porting protection which means that before my number is ever transferred to anyone, I need to confirm it. And that may one day make my life slightly more complicated if I want to switch providers, right? But it would have prevented what happened from happening. It would have made it impossible for the transfer of my phone number to have been an automated process. It would have required me to go through security questions to authorize it, which is great. And obviously, I've done that now, and I've set it up on my wife's phone as well. But if you are, um, if you're just a member of the look, I am not just a member of the public. I'm a guy who's reasonably well connected and informed on these things. I had no idea it was even possible to do that until it was already too late. And all they need, all they need is you know just someone stumbling on your garbage. You know, if you throw out something that has your name and your address on it, as something as stupid as that might seem, right? 
um, even if they don't know who you are. That information, just your name and your address, can be used against you. And that's what is, is so scary. And that's why when, when companies force you to change your password every 45 days, yeah, it's a pain in the butt. I get it. But it's done for a reason. You know, even here at SiriusXM, we get notifications. We have to go through certifications and training to make sure that we can spot these emails. Because not only did that email that came to me, you know, not only did it come in, but it came in appearing as if it, as if it was from myself. You know, so it said from Mark Aflalo to Mark Aflalo, um, with with a password that I know that I use. I mean, that that that's scary. And then it's getting smarter and smarter these days. There was even one um, attempt, and and this is another phishing attempt for people who don't know what it, what it, these are called, um, where um, I got an email from PayPal saying, and you you mentioned PayPal here, but it said um, there's been a password re reset request. If this wasn't you, you know, ignore this message. If this was you, click here. And, you know, you go through the emails, and the easiest way to spot these things are just hover over links. If you hover over a link and you see, okay, wait a second, this isn't PayPal.com, then you know it's not legit. You can just throw that out. And I saw one, and I, for the life of me, thought it was completely illegitimate um and but but i went in i changed my password immediately in paypal i found out that paypal actually has another domain so they have paypal.com but they also have paypalcommunications.com that they use for their email communications to people but i thought because of that because it wasn't paypal.com that it was it was an attempt to get my information later when i looked up you know and then there's fine print it shows all the different domains they use but i mean even as a, from a corporate level that's kind of poor communication if you're not sending stuff from your primary address when you're trying to teach people especially someone who's handling your money and has access to your bank accounts all that stuff um when, when you're trying to enforce security to communicate through a different domain is just it's just poor planning you know in my mind anyway we're down to seconds here before I got to move on, but worth mentioning as well, uh, if you use an iPhone, there's been an urgent patch that's been pushed because of security flaws and fixes. Mark, I'll be honest with you, while I've been doing the show, the, my phone's been updating here. It's a good opportunity and just a good reminder to go out and do these things. Yeah, people hate it, but you got to do it because as much as it, the new features and stuff kind of confuse you sometimes, the, the patches are what really are important here. And this one has a pretty big fix for Safari and for Mail. Have an amazing weekend, man. I hope things go better for you, and I hope you got on top of this before any damage was done. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, bud. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. 